0: My name is Maya, and this is the latest episode of What's New. Today's episode is about missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. From 1980 to 2012, there have been 1,017 incidents of homicides. There have also been 164 missing cases going back to 1952 which is approximately 2.6 deaths a month of young Indigenous women and girls. From 2001 to 2014, the Indigenous women homicide rate has gone up to four times higher than non-Indigenous women, with a minimum of three deaths a month. Not till recently, we haven't done anything about this, it's just been brushed to the side and ignored. Even to this day, most cases have been ignored, and charges have not been brought up. Yet it's sad to say, even when charges are brought up, they're not to the full extent I believe they should be. I'm now going to tell you a story about a young girl named Candace Marie Kalonkoff, who was Another victim of this huge genocide. Candace Marie KalmaCall was born on february fourth, nineteen eighty five. She was born in Prince George but lived most of her life with her father and grandparents, and Nana Emo with her father and her grandparents. Then she eventually moved to the city for university. Kalmakoff was like most young girls. She was smart and she was very kind and very well respected by her family who loved her very much. One day on New Year's Eve, she decided to go to a party with one of her friends named Vernon Kyle Wilson and another friend they decided to go to an Iron Horse pub together. Kalmakov and her friends had some fun to celebrate New Year's Eve and got slightly drunk. At 12.45pm, they left the pub and her, Wilson, and their other friend decided to go back to her house, which was 500 block of Winnipeg Street. After a while of hanging out at her house, the friend left and Wilson then decided to act on his unspoken feelings for Kalmakoff which he has had since they worked together during the summer. They shared a small kiss before Kalmakoff pulled away because during this whole time they had known each other, Kalmakov had a steady boyfriend, which Wilson knew at this time. Her boyfriend happened to be visiting family in England to celebrate New Year's during this time. Because of the use of alcohol and marijuana, Olson became overwhelmed with rage that Kamakoff had pulled away from the kiss. He then grabbed her throat and threw her onto the bed and started choking her. He eventually hit her and she went limp. He didn't know what to do, so he ended up going outside and smoking more marijuana by the time he got back inside, he ended up raping her. He was left in his thoughts for a while and then came to the conclusion that he needed to get rid of any evidence. He got rid of the bloody sheets and a dumpster and then he bought a plastic tote to put her body in. He disposed of her body in the alley behind the 1,500 block of 15th Avenue to try and burn the body, which didn't end up working. After meeting his stepfather, he called the cops and decided to lead them to the body at 8 p.m. on the same day. Eventually, he had told his stepdad what he had done, and he got his stepdad to bring him to a station where Wilson turned himself in. The only issue with the case was there is no witness to what had happened. In September 2006, Wilson confessed to a forensic psychiatrist of the name of Dr. Sabraham Larasp. In October 2006, Wilson pleaded guilty to second degree murder as a plea bargain to reduce the charge from first degree murder. Eventually, Wilson did try to change his plea, but he was denied. Dr. Laraz eventually diagnosed Wilson with mixed personality dysfunction, since he had a history of antisocial behavior, addictions, and violent pornography. Back to Kalmakov's case, where the judge had said, but the most aggravating aspect of his case is you had sex with her body after her death, while you may have remorse for what you have done by carrying out the final indignity to her body to you to show that at the time you had no empathy or no remorse for what you had done. By the end of the case, the judge had sentenced Wilson to life in prison with no chance of parole for 13 years. He also was prohibited from owning firepower for 13 years. He was required a DNA sample and to register as a sex offender. After the case, Wilson's mom had apologized to Kamakoff's family and said she was sorry and also said some very kind words about Kamakoff. In the end, there was justice for what happened to Kamakoff. But this isn't true for every case. most cases, there is no justice for what happens to these young Indigenous girls. Nobody cares about what happens to them. Luckily, as years go on, we do progress and we do fight harder for these young Indigenous women who do matter. Family, friends, allies, and elders gather for a nationally celebrated Sisters in Spirit Walk, organized locally by Connie Grayeyes. The Sisters in Spirit Walk is one of many ways that people are finding ways to get justice for missing murdered Indigenous women and girls. It was in 2005 that the Native Women's Association of Canada found funds to do research and provide awareness against the violence towards Indigenous women. As years go on, there are more things that we are doing to help towards ending the violence against Indigenous women. Since 2015, the Government of Canada has worked across departments to get rid of violence against Indigenous women, girls, two-spirit and LGBTQIA. Every day we work harder and harder and harder to get justice for all of these missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls who did not get justice for what happened to them. There is an issue though, not everybody knows about it, which is why we do walks like the sisters in spirits, so we are able to provide information to others who do not know what's happening around them. There are many different ways in which somebody is able to help stop this violence against missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. The key is finding your way to help, whether it be little or big, every second and every penny counts. As we go forward, remember to do your part. Remember what happened to Candace Marie Kamakoff, who did get justice for what happened, to remind us that even though situations are tough, there is a way to fight through it. Thank you for listening. This is Maya, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of What's New. Hope to see you next week.